your servant and teach me your laws. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Great crowds were traveling with Jesus, and he turned and addressed them. If anyone comes to me without hating his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not carry his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Which of you wishing to construct a tower does not first sit down and calculate the cost to see if there is enough for its completion? Otherwise, after laying the foundation and finding himself unable to finish the work, the onlookers should laugh at him and say, This one began to build, but did not have the resources to finish. Or what king marching into battle would not first sit down and decide whether with 10,000 troops he can successfully oppose another king, advancing upon him with 20,000 troops. But if not, while he is still far away, he will send a delegation to ask for peace terms. In the same way, any one of you who does not renounce all his possessions cannot be my disciple. The Gospel of the Lord. What would it mean for you to say, Jesus, now I'm going to give you all of me? Now I'm going to give you all of me. What would that mean for you? As you go into prayer and you say those words, what comes to mind? I'm going to give you all of me except for my Friday nights. Or except for during the Husker game. 
Because all of us would have that kind of natural reaction that there's a part of me that I just don't know if I'm ready to give that to our Lord. I just don't know if I'm ready to give that to our Lord. Because today our Lord calls us to give him all of ourselves. Like the fullest meaning of being his disciple is that we follow him without reservation. And so he says to the crowds, anyone who comes after me without hating his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, and even his own life cannot be my disciple. That being our Lord's disciple means that he comes before all of those other things. That he takes priority over all those other things. Whoever does not carry his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. And carrying our cross means that we give our Lord priority over all things in our life. And then he uses this analogy of constructing a tower that we have to calculate, okay, what is it going to take? What's it going to cost me to do this building project so that I'm not embarrassed after laying the foundation and I can't bring it to completion? And so what is it going to cost me to be a disciple of Jesus? And when we think about this, when we think about carrying our cross, we can sometimes fall into this negative thinking pattern that says Jesus wants to first punish me by making me suffer. And if I've suffered enough, then he'll come to be with me. But that's really not it. It's more like when we fall in love with somebody and we realize because I'm in love with this person, I want to give them more and more and more of my time. They occupy more and more and more of my thoughts. Therefore, there are certain things in my life that I'm just going to give up in order to be with this person. In order to be with this person, there's a friend of mine in college who he enjoyed having a good time on the weekends, kind of partying a lot. And he went home home with another classmate and stayed at his house. And, uh, you know, they were up pretty late on Friday. They were up pretty late on Saturday. Sunday morning, this classmate, he was up like way early in the morning. Woke up his buddy. Hey, I'm going to church with your sister. And now they're married and have a bunch of kids. 
But he had fallen in love with somebody, and because he fell in love, he was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. This is how I want to spend my time. You know, that's what our Lord is calling all of us to. And today, the most valuable thing that we have to give to our Lord is really our time. It's how we make priorities about our time. You know, I'll often ask people, you know, have you thought about coming to the RCIA class in order to learn more about your faith or deepen your faith? Oh, Father, I just don't have time. Or have you thought about joining a Bible study? Yeah, but I'm just really busy. Do you have 15 minutes a day to set aside to read scripture? I'm just really busy. And busyness can occupy our lives, but it really is a reflection of our priorities and what's important to us. And it forces us to ask the question, is Jesus the most important thing in our life? Isn't that why we've come here on Sunday morning at 6 a.m.? Because Jesus is the most important thing in my life. Because my decisions are made based on him. This week I had the chance to spend some time with a friend of mine, another classmate from Military Academy. And he just came to town. So this friend of mine retired from the Coast Guard just a little while ago. And for the last mm, about two months, he's just been driving around the country with his family, trying to figure out where they want to live for the rest of their lives. So he's applied for a bunch of different jobs. He has had a bunch of offers, turned down a bunch of offers. Because his priority isn't which job is going to produce the most money or which job is going to advance my career. His priority is, where do I want to raise my children for the next 20 years? And he has sort of all these factors. You know, I was asking him, how are you making this decision anyways? And he says, well, I have one daughter who's moved every four years since she was born and she wants to live someplace until she, you know, for the rest of her life. She never wants to move again. So I'm trying to help her with that. I've got a little son over there who's six and he wants to live within a day's drive of grandma's house. And so I'm trying to help him with that. And that's how he's making his decisions because he wants to be in a place to pass on the faith to his children. And that's admirable. You know, it clearly shows that for him, counting the cost has to do with, okay, my career is not going to be the most important thing in my life. The most important thing in my life is going to be passing on the faith to my children and ensuring that our family is a school of love. 
You know, that kind of decision-making, that's what our Lord is talking about in today's Gospel. When he talks about counting the cost and making sure we have enough to complete the building, it means, okay, what is it going to take for me to give myself completely to our Lord? I might have to cut my entertainment time down so I have more time to encounter our Lord in Scripture. I might make it a priority on Monday nights to come to the RCIA class because I have a lot of questions about the faith that haven't been answered. Our family is going to have no screens on Sundays so that we have an opportunity to spend time with each other. I'm going to go see a priest or a counselor or somebody else to get this habitual sin or this addiction out of my life. Because that's what it costs to give myself completely to our Lord. And when we do give ourselves completely to our Lord, The reward far outweighs the cost when we truly experience joy and the love and peace and security that only comes from Jesus. It will far outweigh anything that we felt we've given up along the way. Because our Lord wants to give you all those gifts and more. If we simply open our hearts to him and allow him to occupy the fullness of the space within us.